0: While apparently we're heading into a recession in Australia and the rest of the world is going to Ravi's going out there and saying, I'm gonna buy property again. (laughs) Now in this video, I'm gonna share with you exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and my thesis around what's about to happen with interest rates, as well as real estate market here in Australia. If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you are after more updates in depth updates. With stuff like this, I've been talking about this stuff in Patreon in the mastermind for the past month or so. And the stuff we were talking about in terms of forecasting with interest rates, when the movements were going to happen, and for how long, as well as what's happening in the market right now, we were discussing this for the last six or seven weeks. So, if you are interested in getting ahead, that's probably your best place. There's a link in the description below. Now, for some context, if you're new to the channel and haven't seen my other videos or at least my property portfolio, you can definitely go check it out here. I'm very proud of what I built here with my property portfolio. It's not the. It's not like 30 or 40 properties, but it's enough for me. And for me, it's important that I'm not just in real estate, but I'm also diversifying because I'm an adaptive investor. I know that things are changing in the world. I know technology is moving faster than we've ever thought. And I'm definitely not one of those old guys that have bought property from like 30 or 40 years ago. And I just have this common saying of buy and never sell. This means I do move down the risk spectrum and I buy things like Bitcoin, things like Ethereum and go into NFTs, as well as dabble in some Pokemon cards, which I'm sure most people make fun of me by now. But hey, if you're not having fun, then what the hell is the point? So the last time I actually bought property was in Feb and March of 2020. So just as we had the pandemic, the lockdowns were just about to get introduced and we saw headlines saying that, hey, you know what? Property prices are gonna fall by 30 or 40%. This is the worst thing that's gonna happen. We're gonna fall into a recession and it's all over. That was pretty much the final straw for me to go okay I need to go heavy in this because when everyone else is zigging we need to zag because 99% of people were also watching those same things. When you're going out and you're watching Channel 7, Channel 9, Channel 10, you look at every headline that was in the market at the time, it was suggesting that we were gonna have this massive crash in property. But the truth is that we aren't in an asset class like traditional real estate for the fact that movements can be so volatile. We're there because we like the steady growth. And that's pretty much what we've seen long-term. Now, again, I don't give financial advice because I'm not qualified for that. I've got a Uniqlo T-shirt, I upgraded from the Kmart t-shirt, but more importantly, I'm not a financial advisor. What I can help you with is coming up with a strategy when it comes to real estate. If you want to go ahead and you want to buy property, there's a link in the description below, book a free chat, we can have a call, we talk about all the good stuff like real estate, and we can start positioning our next purchase together under the buyer's agency. So if the last time I bought was in Feb and March of 2020, we're now in May and June of 2022, why am I starting to buy again? Well, we're starting to see the same fear, the same uncertainty, and while we had the distraction back then of lockdowns and the pandemic, this time around, we've got things like inflation and rate hikes. Everyone, everyone is concerned by the fact that apparently the RBA came out and said, we're going to increase interest rates by like 200 basis points. But it was the same RBA that only told us six months ago, they weren't going to increase rates till 2024. So why are we believing the same people that told us the market was going to tank, now they're coming out and saying it's going to tank again. And we haven't learned from what happened two years ago. Now, based on the data I'm seeing, and yes, I run a buyer's agency. So yes, I'm slightly biased. But with that data, as well as the relationships we have in a lot of these areas, we haven't seen this translate. And I don't think we're going to see it translate. And the reason for that is because there's multiple factors that actually influence property prices. And one of them, yes, is the cost of borrowing and the access to credit, but there's a range of other things. And what we're finding in a lot of these areas is that rental demand is so high that we've got vacancy rates near 0%, which means rental growth keeps occurring every single year. We've seen clients as well over the last two years have increased their rents, by as much as $50 to $60 every single week. That could equate to an extra $3,000 a year in passive income. When you couple all of this with the macro environment where people are completely risk off, you've seen the entire stock market drop by almost 20%. You've got some tech stocks that have dropped by 70% and you've got crypto where things have dropped by almost 50 to 80% across the board. And the reason for this is because when people get scared, they think a potential recession's coming, that money isn't as easy to flow around and supplied they go and hold their cash. They either hold their cash in the hope that things calm down or they hold their cash and then go into risk off assets. In this case, they would go to say something like real estate which is why we're still seeing huge amounts of growth in that area. Now, I'm the first to come out and say, well, I hope that we don't have unsustainable growth. You know, 20, 30% every year is not sustainable. I would like to have the five, six, 7% growth which is what we're more used to. But based on everything I'm seeing, you've got things like inflation so high that developers aren't going out there and building new homes. This is further compounding the issue with the fact that we have a shortage of supply. On top of all of this, you introduce things like immigration. They can't go out into areas in Australia and they can't even rent because most people, when they come from overseas, they go and rent first. If they can't rent, the next best option is to go and buy something in that area or move somewhere else. In both of those scenarios, as an investor, we are looking at those trends and that data subset to actually go, is this going to be a good investment? So coming back to me, this is why for me, it's very important I get all of my duct in a row, I go and refinance to get all that equity out and then go pump into the real estate market. I'm personally not worried if we do have some sort of correction and I know if people are talking about those things because I'm not actually invested in those markets and nor am I getting invested for myself or for my clients in areas that are so sensitive to price movements. What are those areas that are, people are price sensitive to? Where it's a really big multiple for your debt to income ratio and also where you've got huge amounts of owner occupiers because they're going and spending way above their means. If we see some sort of correction, we will see it first in that market. We're already starting to see it with Sydney and Melbourne. When we go down and see areas that have really good cash flow and I'm talking five, five and a half, six percent rental yields, you've got to think that people are attracted to that because their repayments and their cost to hold that property is taken care of through positive cash flow. So why would they have to get rid of it even if their property prices fall a little bit? Because if property prices fall a little bit and you've got rates going higher, that actually doesn't benefit many people to get into the market because it's a lot harder to buy. In addition to that, you've got so much fear. If we do see a correction, do you really think that people are going to go out and buy their first home when everyone's scared? No, they're most likely not. We've seen investor lending loans actually increase year on year And I speak to about 30 to 40 investors every single week. That could be new people I've never spoken to through discovery calls and strategy sessions, as well as clients that we already have looking to purchase more property. And I can tell you one thing is very common amongst them. They are getting more and more aggressive because they've got property that's already grown in equity. They're taking that equity and going and buying more property. So in the areas that we're looking at, we're seeing that supply is still at all-time lows and well below the five-year average. But in addition to that, we've still got a lot of people cashed up, waiting on the sidelines, waiting for confirmation. By the time you actually get confirmation in a market like this, the market's already started moving. So, this is the reason why I've decided that this is the period for me to start buying up again. When it comes to things like interest rates, I'm actually going to have a deep dive video on this channel. So, make sure you subscribe, please. You don't want to miss that video because that video is going to break down why rates actually can't move past a certain point and for how much longer they can increase rates. That is one video that you want to watch in a timely fashion because I can tell you the amount of strategy sessions we'll book straight after that is going to be through. The roof. Reason being is that's the biggest fear most people have right now, which is if the interest rates increase, we have property prices fall. But if you go back in history and actually look at the last time we had a significant amount of increase in our interest rates, we had most capital cities actually double in value. But see, we've got such a short term memory. We're still listening to people that told us the property market was going to decline only two years ago, but we've had the biggest amount of growth since then. But when we look back and we see 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or even five years ago, what were the lending conditions like? Well, if we look at rates, they're still. Cheaper, even if we have a 2% increase in our cash rate, they're still lower than the overall 10 year average. So when we start zooming out and we take calm of our emotions, we start investing with logic, you start realizing that, hey, things aren't that bad. And I've got to stop watching these mainstream media headlines because the whole purpose behind that is to get a bigger reaction to what's actually happening. Because you see, if the cash rate actually moves up by 200 basis points, the whole economy is probably going to fail. But instead, what they could do is they could increase it by 100 basis points, but tell everyone it's actually going to be by 200 basis points. Now everyone's preparing for the 200 basis points increase, which allows people to go in, get emergency funds in order, look at their cash flow and not overextend themselves. They're effective getting the benefit of a 200 basis points increase, but the economy is still intact with 100 basis points. And now I'm not saying these are the exact numbers, I'll leave that for the next video. But it's fairly obvious by now that 99% of people that are watching these things are also acting in fear. By the time they actually re-enter, it's when these same media headlines are saying that property prices are fine, they're already going up again. The recovery has started and by then you've already missed 10 to 15% of the market moving further forward. Now I did say this in numerous videos in 2020, although the video and the audio quality was a lot worse than it is today. But I did say that I don't want you to miss this opportunity. Now, I'm saying it again. I haven't said it for a couple of years. I'm saying it again. One, I'm going in. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And more so, because I really think there's an opportunity here for generational wealth. And I'm not just talking about real estate. I'm talking about the entire process of what's happening in the economy, not just here in Australia, but overall in the world. I spend hours and hours of research on this sort of stuff. And that's why I'm going out and buying more property. Now, granted, I'll probably have some comments say that, Ravi, you're too young to know what a recession feels like, you're going to get burnt or you don't know what interest rates feel like when they're at 19% because apparently we're heading back there. I'm not some old fart that did this 30 years ago. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. (laughs) But I bet a lot of those people also didn't invest during a time where we had a pandemic, where we had interest rates go to all-time lows, and we had so much money being printed and quantitative easing in the system that it just didn't make any sense when they were doing those things. So, all I can do for myself and for my clients is to stay active in this market. To be active, not just with research, with knowledge, with information gathering, but actually going out there, getting my feet wet, and actually going out and investing. I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. A great way to support the channel is just dropping a thumbs up for the video. Comment down below what you're actually doing in this market are you scared or are you active and i'll catch you guys in the next one thanks guys